0: Dearest Kick-Ons listeners, we hereby invite you to the hottest happenings in Aotearoa. We are here to let you know where you should be and when you should be there. No need to RSVP, it's invite only. And you're on the list. The night is young, no we're not done, party back at Aotearoa everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who want just a little bit more. Now, listener, you may be thinking, what the fuck is Jason doing introing like that? We never, do you know I've only introed once like that in our one-year lifespan, and it is our birthday week, so happy birthday to Kick-On's Pod. Um, But I'm actually solo, so this is the first time that we have ever done Kick-On's Pod with only one of the pod members, but unfortunately, Steph is in Timaru, visiting her family. That's not the unfortunate part, it's just that she was having technical difficulties and couldn't log on, so I am here as one half of Kick-On's Pod, but... Fortunately for you, listener, I am not alone. We are bringing you our second installment to our invite-only podcast mini-series where we hype up the hottest acts around New Zealand and bring them straight to you so that you can go straight to them. You're welcome. My guest today released her self-titled, highly anticipated debut EP in 2020 to massive success. Her silky voice is unmistakable, and her beats are summer-loving heaven. She is touring New Zealand with New Zealand pop duo Leica, playing Wellington April 29th, I will be there, so you better be too, Wellington. Tauranga, April 30th, Auckland, May 1st, and she's going all the way down south to Christchurch on May 7th. All the ticket uh, info is in our show notes, so you literally don't have to do anything. You're here already. Go down, click it, visit her. Welcome to Kick Ons. A very warm solo welcome to Kick (laughs) Ons. Georgia Live. Oh, I love it. I
1: feel so welcomed. Thank you so much for <laughs> having me.
0: <laughs> it's so me so Do you know what? I never do that. So I'm really glad that you are so supportive of my intro amazing. Skills. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. It's so amazing to meet you. We've been... Um, like interacting on social media that recently so i feel very special that you've taken time
1: thank you thank you you. always always a privilege thank you how you going yeah good i'm definitely getting like a little hangry um always (laughs) i'm like always ready for a snack of some kind but i'm doing really
0: well do you want to know a secret tell me Okay, I've actually got like a bowl of pasta sitting here, ready for me to eat after this interview. Because I was like, "You're gonna
1: be absolutely starving." What are you gonna eat? Well, my wonderful husband—you'll probably hear him cooking out there. He's cooking me dinner, so I'm not. not I think it's actually some sort of pasta dish as well. (gasps) Oh my God. We're so connected.
0: I was literally saying to my friend, um, yesterday that I really need a boyfriend who knows how to cook because he cooked for me all weekend. I was in Christchurch over the weekend and it's so nice. Yeah.
1: Takes off so much pressure.
0: (laughs) And there must be quite a lot going on with you at the moment. You have a tour coming up. Yes.
1: Yes, so excited. How are you feeling about it? So many emotions. Definitely, I mean, I'm super nervous and super excited and it's like the tension of the two of trying to embrace it and enjoy it and, you know, rest in the journey rather than be overwhelmed by all the what-ifs or, you know, what could Mm. go wrong or what might not go wrong or – and just I'm trying to learn to enjoy the ride but it's definitely – I'm feeling nervous and really excited. Um, it's a first for me in terms of the tour, so
0: not sure what to expect. Yes, I was wondering that. How did the um, tour come
1: about? I mean, in the most most simplest like form. Which I don't know if this is like the um, the most well thought together answer, but um, my manager Mikey and like his manager Poppy are really good friends, and they really wanted to go on tour, so here we are. <laughs> gorgeous
0: you guys are actually um your sound is quite well suited I think it's
1: awesome I feel like it's a really nice fit not too much the same but not so far different than it's like you know people are wondering what's going on
0: (laughs) yeah she's not like um emo revival and like Britney Spears
1: oh my
0: gosh I'm ready for that though to be honest
1: I mean I'm ready for that too (laughs)
0: yeah okay cool next one next tour so you're opening you're coming down to wellington tomorrow you've played in wellington before no i i've been tell me your journey i would love to like um know where how georgia lines has like come to this debut tour
1: how she exists (laughs) yeah Um... (laughs) who the fuck am i talking to Um, I, I mean, I've grown up here in Tauranga, um, such a beautiful, beautiful place to grow up and have amazing family and friends here. Um, definitely not on a rush to leave. Um, and it's so accessible to everywhere else. You know, it's like really close to Auckland. I'm spending lots of time in Auckland and there's an airport here, so it makes it really easy. Um, that's not your question. I'll answer your question. Um,
0: it's all it, it's all relevant. It's
1: all relevant, right? um but yeah i i grew up here i i didn't actually start um singing until like last year intermediate no um primary school sorry not intermediate and when high school musical came out yeah i know um and do you remember the scene the breaking free scene and there was yeah i know so (laughs) like as a kid i was like always making some sort of circus and show and something but i was never like musical or such um but when this came out there was like a a moment in time <laughs> that a bunch of friends and I had had kind of thought like oh let's let's recreate the breaking free scene for the school talent quest and somehow I landed up with the Gabriella you know role and I, lead role, the lead, the lead role. I ended up with the lead yeah. role. Um, She's a star. I probably pushed my way in there, just like bossy little <laughs> intermediate kid. But I just remember, like, this was the first time I'd ever sung in front of people, like aside from like Sing Star, you know, before that. Like, my white lab coat wandering down the like big school auditorium with all the parents in their chairs and like singing, Know the world you know, just like.
0: this is so So, of the time
1: this was like I mean that was the first time I ever sang, and I think my parents were a little bit shocked and like oh my gosh our kid can sing cool um what do we do now kind of so I mean from there like my musical journey unfolded um in terms of like I started playing guitar and learning piano and um you know, not until kind of the end of high school that I kind of start writing music and um, figuring that whole journey out too. That's That's been a ride. Um, it's just so scary, like writing music and letting people into your world and, you know, revealing all of your emotions and your heart to people that you oh have God, no idea how right they're here. going to respond to that. Um, and so in terms of, you know, just kind of finishing high school, I, I started learning and self-teaching myself self-teaching terrible english i self-taught myself piano um with like youtube videos and then i you know i at school i was learning all this theory and i just i fell in love with playing um and i did rock quest and you know that kind of whole high school songwriting playing playing in bands um and i just had so many amazing people here within tauranga like friends that were kind of a little bit older, um, they were always really encouraging and just like you know, oh, you're really good at this, or keep writing, or you should do this, and da, da da da. Um, so that's kind of where it started for me, and then you know, leaving high school, like I just felt like I'm like, man, I, I feel like I have something that I, I want to share, and in terms of like creatively and, and want to write about and. I don't know what else I would do in terms of, like, choosing, yeah. choosing something to kind of chase after a career it. path. And, you know, it definitely – like, I was I was head girl at my school. Um, And every I other – I feel that energy from yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> head girl energy.
0: Oh. I'm Gabriella and head girl. I know. Sorry, guys. So lame. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, I – every other, like, previous, like, head girl had studied law – in wellington no I'm, I'm sure there was this as a point that that didn't happen but the, the the previous like two or three before me were and i just remember feeling like a little bit of like pressure not that anybody had put that on me but just you know within myself of being like man i'm pursuing a career that has no pathway you know yes, there's no totally. there's nothing to follow and there's no
0: there's no rule book
1: no rule book and no guarantee of succeeding and what even is succeeding within a creative field. Oh
0: my God. Thank you. I've actually been thinking about this so much recently. Like what, what defines success? Because not everyone can be like Britney Spears, you know, like, like, and that's what we, a lot of people see as like a successful musician, you know, someone who does a world tour as a Taylor Swift or a Lady Gaga, but that's just not, the reality of it
1: and the the reality is like and I've been having this conversation a lot as well and I think like the reality is is like no not everybody can be Britney Spears but not everybody wants to be either like you know don't get me wrong to be be. like there is one of her and she's amazing and go her but I'm you know for me I'm like you know what success looks like is I'm like I just want to have a sustainable career that I enjoy and you know That I, I'm not burning myself out and I'm, I'm learning to enjoy all of the moments and it's, you know, any, you'd know this, like anything creative is hard work and there's no, you know, what it looks like for you to succeed is completely different for what it looks like for me and that's okay. And, And I think from the outside, you know, social media paints this like huge highlight reel that oh my gosh, this person's doing amazing and they're succeeding and I need my career to look like theirs. Whereas we're only seeing the highlight reel. We're not seeing the thousands of hours and the sacrifices and all of the things that they are having to, you know, work on. And we are just viewing this this idea of this is what, you know, my career needs to be yeah. like. And it becomes this so exhausting, strange. like striving internal conversation where like I'm like well I'm never going to be that I can't okay how do I do that how do I you know chase after that and how do I become like her or how do I become like him or um like there's there's no right way of doing it and I just think once you figure out what does it look like for me to like to to succeed what would it be for me to be successful within this industry and be okay with that looking completely different to someone that wants to make millions of dollars or you
0: know yeah i think in especially in the um like new zealand landscape of music as well it is like we can we're quite accessible to one another like musicians everyone seems like they have a connection with each other and they're very supportive of one another um and like i think that's that speaks success in itself 100% yeah
1: for sure Yes. Yeah.
0: so you have this um I guess
1: <laughs> yeah. fear
0: inside you or whatever that you have been learning to let go of so that you can uh, give people Georgia lines yeah. um how do you how do you decide like okay I've got this body of work and I've written it myself and I gotta let go of this yeah
1: it took me a really long time to even get to the point of feeling okay to release music because there was, there was so much pressure I put on myself that I had to get it right and it had to be perfect. And, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, this, the first song that I release is, is, a great step forward and all of the things that you actually have no control over. Um, and so <laughs> I, you know, I, I had a lot of, Fear and just worry and I mean I it wouldn't it's not like my fear of snakes, fear. You know. That's another whole conversation. I hate snakes so much. That's because that's real fear. That's real fear. More just like Yeah. What are people gonna think about the the lyrics I'm writing or will people like what I have to offer and will will anybody listen to what I'm doing? And and Yeah, not, like, is there space? Is there space for what I'm bringing, or am I just recreating what everybody else is, you know, looking to recreate, Um, if that even makes sense? But, I, I mean, for me, the first, my EP, that whole process was like, you know what, Georgia, if you never do this, you know, if you don't release something, you're never going to do it. Yes. You know, you're always going to. Be like, oh, is it good enough? And until you just do it, it's nothing.
0: Then, yeah, exactly. Whole process, it's nothing if it's, it's no, if it's not even out it's there. Nothing. So you wrote this in America or recorded it in America.
1: Yeah. So I, I had a whole bunch of songs that I'd written, like, I mean, now would have been like five or six years ago. And I was like, you know, got to this point where I was like, man, I really have to do something with this. I've got to release some songs everybody's like when are you releasing stuff and I'm like yeah soon um and so (laughs) I just was like right I'm gonna do an EP and I'm gonna make it happen and I don't know where I'm gonna get the money from and you know I'm I'm figuring this out and there's no set pathway this is a career that you know it's not like do this this and this and yay you've got it um and so I you know locked in all this stuff and I was like cool I'm doing it and I I actually did a Kickstarter project. Was it Kickstarter? Yeah, Kickstarter. Yeah, Um, yeah. And managed, like, I had, I got the entire project funded and meant that I, like, I was already heading to the States. i brought my tickets. Like, I was going regardless of what the Kickstarter outcome was going to be. The day I flew out was the day the Kickstarter ended and the Kickstarter was, like, full, which was amazing. Like, it was such an incredible incredible like experience to just feel like there was all these amazing people just supporting me they didn't have to do that um and so yeah I went to the states with these songs and I got there and I was like ah these songs feel old <laughs> and you know that was like a really I remember like being in my Airbnb in this this big moment for me of being like you've got five days here you are the one that makes the call on this. What are you going to be proud of? Like, like what's your call going to be? Don't worry about what everybody else is going to say. You've got five days, you've booked it in and now all these people have supported you. So you've got to deliver on your project. And I remember going into the studio the next day and saying like, I'm going to start again. <laughs> and it was like, um, what do you mean? And I was like, I give me two hours. You work on this. I'll be back in two hours with a finished song, you know, and we came back together and we're just like, right, we're just going to do it. And I'm going to make something that I'm proud of. And, you know, for me looking back on that time, I'm like, and that was a ballsy move to be like, hundred
0: percent, to be like,
1: you know what? This feels like stale old crackers that have been left out on the shelf for too long. And it represents an old Georgia lines back in 2014 when I just finished high school Whereas like now I wanna do this and throw myself at this and I wanna be really proud of what I'm doing. So he goes nothing, let's like rework songs and rewrite some and like we wrote a song over there in the studio. And it was amazing. Like such a freeing, yeah liberating time. Yeah, sorry. I um wait, the song you
0: thing. wrote in this the song you wrote in the studio, was that my love? Um, was that the completely new one? No, Made for Loving was. Oh, mate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's really beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) Did you, like, have, like, some event that, like, propelled that? Yeah. Oh, really? Because
1: it sounds so, like... Are you meaning meaning the, like, upbeat one or the, like, slow one? Because there's two stories behind both of them. Go, tell us both. So the upbeat one, the made-for-loving one, that was the one I wrote in America, and I just got engaged the week before heading into this video so i was obviously like super love lovey lovey dovey um and like i'm never gonna have to cook again actually (laughs) (laughs) though he's amazing at cooking it's i'm so lucky that i love baking but cooking is just it stresses me out sometimes um, but my love, so I don't know if this is the one you were referring to. It's like the big ballady one and it has the big instrumental. Is that the one you were talking about?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I was referring yeah. to, yeah. That's
1: my most favorite song. Um, so that one, I mean, it was written about a time when Nathan and I had actually, um, Nathan's my husband had, had broken up when we were dating. And I know and we lived like five hundred meters down the road from each other. And I had the same friend groups, like our lives were just like intertwined. Um and so it was like a really messy, hard breakup I mean breakups are hard anyway, but it was just it was really it was rough. And we both obviously still had feelings for each other and we were trying to be like, No, we we're not doing this. It didn't end well the first time, you know. Oh. And um the song was like about this moment that I was driving to my friend's house. And as I was pulling into her driveway, he was leaving and he was on a bike, like a bicycle and he'd just cut his hair. So it was long. And then it was like short and it was like the first,
0: Oh my God. Classic. I I just got, I just broke up. I know. know.
1: (laughs) And, um, he was leaving and I, I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like I can't, this is, this is too, can't do this this is so hard you know it'd been like six months it, had, it wasn't like it was like two weeks it was a decent chunk of time and I decided to follow him down the road yep <laughs> not much
0: good on you it wasn't
1: one of my most finest moments like definitely looking back oh I mean God. it gave me a really good song but at the time <laughs> I like just to picture it like someone biking on a bike and then like 30 meters behind someone driving in the car so now when Honestly, you listen to the never song. never have I ever, but. Now when you listen to the song. Now I'll listen like, to it oh when like. <laughs> yeah, so like the lyric of the chorus is like, my love, I'll, be, I'll keep chasing till the end of the road to yes. you, <laughs> you say, why you leave me alone? Because i literally literally, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, listeners, it's
0: literal. Yeah, That's it so gorgeous. <laughs> hey, um, I'd love to talk about your new single, No One Knows. Also, guys, if you haven't listened to Georgia Lions, like wake up oh my gosh and go and listen it's so good it's so dreamy Thank it's you. so listenable it's like just it's all really like sparkly you know mm-hmm. like very summer warm uh makes you makes you want to go like on a bike ride or something like that I don't know I love so, it. anyway that's no one knows um how did that come about congratulations by thank the way you. it's
1: absolutely gorgeous thank you so much it's so amazing to have it out um I mean we we wrote that towards the actually coming out of lockdown last year um so we've been sitting on it for a little while and so it's nice to finally obviously like get it out into the world and have people finally like oh that's what you've been working on um but I wrote <laughs> I co-wrote it with um I always say his name wrong and I'm really hoping I'm going to get this right. But Jason's Shushkov, Shushkov. Um, he's amazing. He has been yeah, writing with heaps of amazing artists here in New Zealand and feel really lucky to be working with him. Um, and so, yeah, we were doing a bunch of these sessions and No One Knows was one of the songs that have, has come out of it. Um, and it was was all, of, I mean, for me, every time I listen to the song, it, it takes on like a new meaning um which I don't know if that's how it works but I feel that no you know I mean that's
0: crazy that you say that because you like literally know the meaning but when I, my first listen I was like someone in the industry is doesn't get it and she's like <laughs> she's like wow actually you're supposed to love me or whatever. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, no, wait, maybe this is, like, actually a love song. I just, like, I don't know.
1: It just, it always, it morphs and changes. And I feel like, you know, when, when I listen to it, different things jump out. And, like, my favorite line in the whole song is the opening line. Like, wrap myself in a cloak to erode all the words that they say about me. Like, I just love that concept of, like, hiding away from the world and, and shutting out all of the noise in the voices to figure out what am I saying? You know, what am I... Yes, that, for yourself. For myself. And that's, like, really... Like, when you boil the song down, it's about, like, you know, expectations. And, I mean, I feel like I'm always writing by expectations. Mm. But, um, you know, it's about... Like, I've, I've always struggled, you know, subconsciously with... Um, people pleasing and doing things out of obligation and and saying yes out of feeling like i have to say yes and it ends up you know falling on me and and me doing stuff that i just don't really you know i'm like i don't really want to make a cake for you at 11 o'clock at night you're not even my best friend you know like (laughs) (laughs) this is like the epitome of gabriella syndrome actually and so it just actually the whole song just kind of you know encapsulates all of those conversations and sometimes I listen to it and I'm like, no one knows me better than you. Like as a, as an internal conversation talking to myself, you know, so what do you think? Um, like I've had enough of everything else. What do you think? Um, yeah. You know, and other times it's like, what's your star sign? I don't know. You don't know your star no. sign? and no, I feel like okay,
0: I that's fine. I'm to- well, no, sorry. You should, you should look into it. I feel like it would, um, teach you a lot about, um, like indecisiveness or the people pleasing or just give you like answers as to why <laughs> these are like parts of your personality yeah. that you can't or that you keep coming back to.
1: Yeah,
0: Write that on my to-do list of yeah.
1: things to, yeah, oh, I love it. There
0: you go. <laughs> Find out what, uh, what your star signs are. We can talk about it tomorrow at the gig. Yes. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, no one knows is out right now is it part of a greater project yes
1: (laughs) um i mean in terms of like i've been calling it a project but technically what it is is a bunch of singles that we're just rolling out Cool. and i feel like you know i mean kink be completely wrong and i'll probably you know whatever um but i feel like it's a lot more – what's the word when you're, like, eating things? I Hungry. I am hungry. <laughs> not eating – not hungry. But it's, it's so much easier <laughs> oh, to digest.
0: Or oh, digest. And at the
1: moment with so much, you know, uncertainty with COVID and all of that. In terms of, like, releasing a single at a time and having – you know, being able to work on all of these songs and then just – slowly just release them and be like here you go here's another one here's another one you know um so yes it is a part of a bigger project but the project i guess is a bunch of singles that will roll out this year which is really exciting
0: yeah that's so exciting um will you be playing any of your new singles at your gigs
1: yes yes i am i'm saying like as i'm sure but i am
0: yes i will be That's exciting. So this will be the first time uh, anyone outside of the studio slash your husband has gotten to hear it.
1: Yes, yes. And I'm really excited because I feel like it's a – I've got one song in particular that, to be honest, is kind of like it's finished but it's it's still moldable. And I'm like, I just really want to play it and see what people think and see how it sits. And it feels like a fun, like just catchy – song that every, you know you want to sing along with people so I'm like I just want to try it and see what people think and if they hate it
0: well yes. that's okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm sure they won't honestly if any of your um, past songs are a judgement of like what's to come in the future it's only up 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 and no one knows is like truly just some like silky pop perfection <laughs>
1: thank you <laughs>
0: I love Welcome. It. I truly, I truly mean that. I actually, um, I discovered you in like the last maybe like three weeks. So truly, you're like one of my favourite artists of that. the moment. And coming into New Zealand Music Month, I'm like, Georgia Lines, oh, watch out, thank New you Zealand. So much. I love that. She's coming for the crown. So what? Oh. What do we expect at a Georgia Lines show? You're obviously very conscious of, well, in my mind, obviously in my mind, you're very conscious of, um, fashion and art.
1: I love fashion so much. Ah, gorgeous. It
0: shows. Yeah,
1: I love it. Um, I mean, in terms of like live shows, I've always loved, you know, when you go to a live show and you feel, you feel there's a, there's a certain like almost intimacy within, the conversation there's like a how do i describe it there's like a an ability where like the artist is like hey it's really nice for you to be here let me show you what i've made for you um rather than it feeling like this big whole thing that you don't connect to um if that even makes sense so in terms of what to expect I don't know what to expect- I don't know what you can expect. I feel like it's normal in my mind, but maybe expect the unexpected. Yeah. I don't know, a couple of like songs by myself, um some awesome full band stuff, some cool outfits. <laughs>
0: oh, stunning. She's putting on a a, a true New Zealand pop performance. Yeah. Well, I cannot wait. So Wellington show is the first one and that is tomorrow. Um, well actually probably today, if you're listening on the opening, April 29th in Wellington, Tauranga is April 30th, Auckland is May 1st and Christchurch where your solo, yes. correct? Yes, yes, yes. Solo show in Christchurch. Gorgeous. That's on May the 7th for those of you down South. Um, the tickets are links are in our show notes, so you can just like sh- shut this off and just go and click down, yeah. get yourself a ticket, live your dreams. Uh, follow Georgia Lines on Instagram at Georgia lines .nz um, and go listen to her on Spotify because if you don't, you'll have seven years of bad luck. It's like smashing a mirror. <laughs> And that's just gossip. <laughs> no, because it's truly, it's truly wonderful. And I just, I wish you all the best, Georgia, Thank because, you so much. uh, yeah, your, yeah, your music is really special. And I think that I it's just like, I cannot wait for the future for you. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much. That means, means the world. Really appreciate that.
0: No problem. Well, I will let you go and enjoy your gorgeous dinner. Fingers crossed it's pasta. And <laughs> I will see you
1: in wellington amazing i can't
0: wait gorgeous follow at kick pod on instagram and like subscribe and comment uh on your podcast app to kick ons okay georgia thanks for joining Thank us you. good Thank luck with the tour yeah bye, See ya. bye.